0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Thursday afternoon here on Kaplan and Crew, and we come to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. 7milecasino.com is the website. So I'm wondering if you got plans already made for this upcoming weekend. If not, definitely want to invite you to 7 Mile Casino. And I've been getting some um, messages from some great friends, people who I don't know, uh, people who have been longtime listeners, who said, hey, I've heard you on the radio Saying that you guys are gonna do something down at Seven Mile Casino while I live really close by. I want to come by and have a beer and hang out and everything else. Stay tuned. Um, actually, is it today, Alex? Is our meeting today? <laughs> I'm so up in mind.
1: it was never confirmed.
0: Oh, it wasn't I never heard from anybody. I don't know if you did. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna we're putting together a deal with Seven Mile Casino right now that's gonna have the show uh, come on down. Invite a whole bunch of great friends. We're going to do a dinner, but it's not just going to be a dinner, meet and greet, hang out kind of a deal. There's actually going to be a show to go with it. I'll explain all of that when everything is confirmed. But in the meantime, you're looking for something fun to do this weekend? Blackjack, poker, pie gal, table games on this side of the casino, Sammy's Restaurant and Bar on the other, Sammy's Woodfire Pizza, breakfast, lunch, and then great brunches on the weekend. Come on down and play because if you love table games, if you love playing cards, we want you to support our friends at 7 Mile Casino, their website is 7milecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, hey, again, it's Thursday. Starting to get yourself prepared for the weekend, okay? And the holiday weekend coming up, by the way. So make sure you get to Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Torrey is in Sereno Valley. California is in Chula Vista. And the number one thing you need to know is, is that if you use our promo code, FLOWERS23, you're saving 20%. Listen, there are a lot of places in San Diego where you can buy cannabis products. Maybe you can't sleep. You use them for that. Maybe you're in some agonizing pain. You're using some kind of a cream, some kind of a CBD cream. Um, maybe you're trying to calm yourself down a little bit. You know, um, There's all kinds of products, all different levels. The bud tenders know everything about all the products and brands. For whatever you're using cannabis products for, do your own thing, man. Use our promo code, FLOWERS23. You save 20% hey, I'm um, Penske San Diego. This is a new way to buy a car. I mean, I never heard of anything like this. I mean, I used to, you go to a car dealership, you walk around, some sales guy chases you and then uh, he puts the squeeze on you and you're like sitting there going, should I, shouldn't I? Does that sound right? Does it not sound right? Am I getting screwed by the car guy? Penske San Diego makes things fast, easy, and fun. All you have to do is go onto their website, PenskySanDiego.com. They've got 12 dealerships in San Diego. They've got nine brands. They've got over a thousand cars right now on all their lots. And if you decide online before you get there, what you're interested in, they'll have it ready for you. So that when you get there, it's test drive time, Penske, Diego.com. I Thrive MD. Dr. Fry will stop by later on today. Dr. Fry lost 30 pounds and, um, I didn't think she needed to lose one pound. I liked the way she was because she's like, she looked strong and athletic. Now she looks lean and mean. Dr. Fry will stop by. She'll tell us all about the iThrive Lean program. You can learn about it now, obviously, using our website, kaplanandcrew.com. Click on iThrive. You'll learn all about iThrive Lean. And lastly, I just want to thank everybody. I'm so happy that you guys are doing this. The Athletic Greens. Um, the, when you buy Athletic Greens through us, um, you know it, it tells them that our audience, our great friends, hear us, uh, trust us, believe in the products that we endorse. I use this every day. In fact, um, just this weekend, because we're, we're going to take a couple of days off here, post-Super Bowl, Friday and Monday, I will pack all these things, man. I'll take these travel packs, which you get for free, uh, five of them. I'm going to take my vitamin D. I'm taking a bottle for me, a bottle for Rachel. So we have our own shaker bottles. You mix up a little bit of water. And when, when you use this every day, you, you just can't go without it. So even when you're traveling, you have to take it with you, which by the way is good because all the, the vitamins, nutrients, minerals, probiotics, you know, you're on an airplane, you're schlepping around places, who knows what you might get. So use this, Athletic Greens, and uh, and get as healthy as you can possibly get. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Buy through us. The show makes a couple bucks, and it works out for everybody. All right, let's get started because it is Thursday, and we got a lot to get to. All right, great friends. What's happening? It is Kaplan and crew on a Thursday afternoon, and we are coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. 7 is the website. You're looking for something fun to do this weekend. It's a card room, dude. It's not one giant hotel with a cool pool scene and concert venues. It is a card room. You're playing blackjack, poker, pie gal, table games. You're having a beautiful brunch over at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Woodfire Pizza. Seven Mile Casino, we're waiting for you this weekend, so come on down. So we're just getting onto the airwaves of 1090. We're just getting onto the stream of YouTube, chatlins, what's going on out there, all the different audio podcast platforms, and tonight on television, our home based Channel Four San Diego, part of the Cox Year Review Network. For those of you that are not part of the visual portion of today's broadcast, take a look. You can put us all on screen, Alex. Yesterday, Bob Wick. The legendary San Diego Charger equipment manager who is now running the equipment managing for the XFL, and he works specifically for the Vegas Vipers. Dude, me and Browner are rocking our new Vegas Viper gear. In fact, I can't even tell what my shirt says. It's just super comfy. It's one of those, like, really great material. Hardest worker on the field, dog. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. One of these hoodie T-shirts. And I feel like it's got, like, this, you know, like, the rock like his little logo down here, you know.
1: Mm. So he's got a deal with him. He's the isn't he
2: the
0: commissioner or something? Yeah, the, no. He's the owner, isn't he? Isn't isn't the Rock the owner of the XFL?
2: No, no, man. I mean the Under Armour. He's got to deal with Under Armour for active gear because oh. he's always working out. <laughs> gotcha. So that little that little bull at the bottom is yeah. his symbol. He's got shoes
0: and everything. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, Dwayne Johnson, if you're listening or if you happen to catch up to this on social media, my brother. We love all the XFL gear, and we appreciate Bob Wick for sending it. And uh, you got some, some fans. you know. We're, we're going to try and get ourselves in on the XFL. So shout out to The Rock. How about that?
2: And by the way, I love, I love uh, The Rock and his message on weightlifting and being strong, but he's got to have short arms. I love Bob Wick. I'm appreciative, but it's me. I'm a mutant. I got long arms. My arms are always a little bit longer than the average athlete. And so that happens here. That happens here. You're
1: wearing
0: and a awesome. three-four sleeve?
2: Listen, I put this thing on, man, and it and it it didn't make it.
0: But you want to it know something? That That's an extra large that you're rocking, right? Yeah. Well, I wear a large and everything too. And actually, I think the large is like a little small. Not this one that I'm wearing, but the quarter zip like you're wearing. it, yeah. it was a, It was a little small. Now, the other thing I put on yesterday, that hoodie, that thing is like a coach's hoodie because it has like a pocket up front and it's got ah. hand warmers down here. And it's just, I love it, man. So shout out to Bob wick shout out to the rock and XFL. Good luck with your kickoff this upcoming weekend. All right. We're going to jump right in because Alex said at the end of yesterday's show, you know, go Aztecs and San Diego state had a big basketball game. last night. we'll get to that. And obviously we're going to start with Padres. I mean, I think right now the Padres are the story of San Diego sports. And that's where most Padres or San Diego sports fans heads are at. I had a lunch yesterday with a potential client and all this guy wanted to talk about, and I was happy to accommodate was the Padres and what they're doing and Soto over and left and Tatis over and right or mighty move to center. And what did I think about this, this deal that they signed with this pitcher Waka, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's, it, it is the story at least locally that people are talking about. And I want to jump right in, and I, but I will say this. In the next segment, I'm going to wait for it. In the next segment, you know, we started a new piece of the show yesterday. It's called the uncensored segment. And at the end of the radio portion of what we do, we go into YouTube exclusively, and it's completely raw and uncensored. And Alex, you said yesterday, oh, man, this is a disaster. I thought it was just a language thing. I didn't realize it was an emotions thing. I I just let out, I vented, I let out all this emotion that I had inside of me. and And you know what, Alex? I honestly thought the rest of the day, like, dude, maybe we shouldn't post it. Maybe I shouldn't have said all this stuff. Maybe I come off looking really stupid. The response from the great friends who felt my stress, who felt my real raw emotion, I love you guys, man. And I will read to you. I will read to you some of the uh, feedback that I've I've received um, through every form. Email, um, Instagram direct message, Twitter direct message, text message. I mean, I cannot believe how many people saw what I said yesterday and heard what I said yesterday and brought me love. So if you're listening on radio right now, if you're watching on TV right now, the uncensored version of the show is one segment, it's on YouTube, and yesterday I just went, I went raw on everybody, and um, Alex, you thought it was a bad idea, the things that I said, but no. I just said them, and people freaking reacted.
1: I, I, I think that we have a differing, we, we are different people into what we feel comfortable talking about publicly. I have no problem with the emotions that you released yesterday, but we we differ on what we like to talk about publicly. I like to keep things in house. You don't. And I, no one, that's not a surprise to anybody, but I also want to say something to the great friends and everybody that tuned in the conversations that we have on the show are not the only conversations that the three of us have. You guys realize that we discuss things off air and I feel like the great, some, maybe not great friends, but some, some people think that like, (laughs) that's the first time we heard those things that you were saying. And that Mm. to me is like surprising. It's like, do you guys think this is the only time we talk is while we're recording something? Like, I knew everything that Scott said before it happened, and it felt like people thought I was trying to shut you down, or I was surprised by what you were saying. And I was just like, "I just we have a different opinion on what we like to say publicly. That's
0: all."
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: And 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 then
3: throwing Browner all throw, though,
1: like we know that
0: obviously, yeah. I can't. help that's why myself. we don't
1: tell. That's why we don't tell. And this is no. This is not a surprise either. Me and Browner don't tell Scott things that we don't want said on this show. Because we know the moment oh, yeah. we know the moment we tell Scott something on this show or off air, it's on the show the next day. Right. I don't yeah. think I told yeah. Scott I was engaged for like a month. Yeah. I, I I definitely didn't tell Scott I had a girlfriend for like five years. Browner didn't <laughs> Browner didn't tell us he
0: was going to Seattle until the day before he went to Seattle.
2: Yeah. What is, What are you doing?
1: Well what you
0: it's doing? true. What it's not
2: the same. It, don't, is don't, the same. it is the same. Don't mix don't don't mix me into this. Don't make it like, <laughs> Alex was doing a nice soliloquy of how he has Beliefs and and sees things, and he's addressing the great friends. I'm over here doing. I'm listening. Don't don't put me in this.
1: He's on some NBA well, headlines about some no name player and how he can't believe. No, that.
2: I'm not actually. I'm working on something that was. I'm working on something that is beneficial to the show that I'm going to address. Okay. Later mm. in the show, because I saw something which I don't like to bring this up, but I saw something. In our uh um our notes this morning mm-hmm. and it bothered me. So I did some research and now I'm formatting formatting my thoughts for said article and said part you of opened the You Open the notes? That. Wow. Not impressive. only did listen, not only did I open <laughs> the notes, I got a chunk of it that I need I need addressed. Okay. Okay, Ooh. I got I Ooh. got the meat I need to throw on the grill because I had enough. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm All tired right. of it. I'm hungry. Maybe, throw that I, meat on the I, grill. I, listen. I may be new in the kitchen, but I'm, it's, I'm ready to cook on this particular subject because I had enough.
0: All right. Well, well stand enough? by. Um, I want to address everybody who jumped in on the uncensored portion of yesterday's show. Reminder, radio listeners, TV viewers, you got to go back to yesterday and watch if you care. Otherwise, I'm just going to tell everybody there will be, yet and again, there will be another uncensored segment coming up a little bit later on, but it's only available on YouTube and on audio podcasts. Okay. Let's jump right in here today. Um, Very interesting how the Padres, they signed this pitcher, this this guy Waka from Boston. And, you know, the early part of his career was spent as a, a real up and coming star with the St. Louis Cardinals. And then his career started to get a little derailed through some injuries. And by the way, I mean, it's required me to do some homework on this because if you said to me, Michael Waka, I'd be like, "Who? I, I don't really know that guy. Now, the early part of his career, I mean, he was in the big leagues in 2013, and those first few years in St. Louis were pretty darn good. Uh, but then things again, injuries and, and moving team to team to team. Okay. The Padres signed him, and I know my initial reaction was, well, there's not really a lot of risk here. You know, there, there's not really that much money. And if you're a guy on, you know, you're the fourth or fifth or maybe even sixth starter, we're not talking about twenty million a year, eighteen million a year. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of risk, but the contract now, as it's being reported, seems um, complex, somewhat complicated in ways. And to say the you know least. right, and and it it may not have been a Xander Bogarts caliber expenditure. And it may not have been a Juan Soto sexy sort of transaction, but it is a it is a little riskier, I think, than we maybe knew at the beginning part. So, Alex, you want to take us through this so that everybody can kind of Yeah, so in? the
1: details came out, and the first tweet I saw was from Jeff Passen. Mm-hmm. Uh Jeff Passen, the Woj Narowski of baseball, tweets uh the deal for Michael Walker and the Padres, four years, 26 million guaranteed hmm okay but here we go in 2023 he'll make 7.5 million
3: this after, year
1: this year after 23 the padres can pick up a two-year 32 million dollar option if padres decline waka has a three-year 18.5 layer 18.5 million player option i'll read that so, again
0: yeah because that that can so I, from what i think i heard you say is is that the padres could pick him up for two more years
2: and make it a three year deal
0: and and if they don't well let's start by how he started the tweet
1: because uh. i was like oh okay 31 year old pitcher 4 years 26 million
0: down okay that's cool i could I mean, live with that that's 6 million dollars a year right i mean roughly yeah, yeah and if you're 31 years old and you haven't made like and i don't i haven't looked at his career earnings But if you're 31, and you can get kind of a longer term commitment, and you can get that guaranteed money, even if you outpitch the contract, you you've got yourself locked up into a you know 26 million dollars. Which again, I mean, listen, Manny Machado is making more than that one season, but 26 million dollars is lifetime money. Sure,
1: and it's uh, it's a great that that sounds like a great deal for a experienced. Pitcher that's 31 years old who had a rebound year, you're like, dude, six and a half million dollars for four years down. But then it gets complex because he says in 2023, he's making seven and a half million dollars. Um, after this year, Padres can pick up a two year, 32 million dollar option. And I'm like, wait, what happened to four year, 26 million? Because now it's two years at 32 million. And then if the Padres decline, he gets a three year, 18.5 million dollar contract. So it's very confusing the way Passen laid it out. A, a minute or two later, Ros- no, that makes sense. Rosenthal puts it visually so I my dumb brain can understand it because I don't know math. Oh, uh, okay. So this is Michael Waka's full contract. Okay. Initially, it is a four-year $26 million deal. Mm-hmm. The signing bonus of $3.5 million and his salary of $4 million. That's the $7.5 million he will make this year. Cool? Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets a little tricky, but it makes more sense this way. The club option. If the Padres pick up his option after this year, they yeah. have to pick up 2 years simultaneously, which makes it a 2-year $32 million contract. Okay. Cool. All right. If the club declines his option, Michael Waka has a player option for 3 years at 6.5, 6 million and 6 million all exercised at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it is it. Just hold it there for a second. It is it is an interesting um, way to build a contract um, because initially, what Michael Walker knows right now is this: they just gave me three and a half million to sign, and 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 now they're going to pay me four million for the season. Alex, maybe you could put put this tweet back up on the screen while the three of us are are kind of analyzing it. So first things first, year one, he got three and a half million dollars. They 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 gave him a check and he's they're gonna pay him four million dollars for the season. Okay, fine. Then if next year the club wants to exercise the option, hey, we would like to keep you, man. Great job by you. You uh you outpitched the seven and a half million dollars. We want to keep you, and we want to keep you for two more years. So that means that when they pick that up, based on the way Rosenthal reports it, it's 32 million for two years. Yeah. Sound does that sound right? Okay, if the if the team says, "Hey, Michael, we paid you seven and a half million, and we didn't really think you did much for us this year, and you got hurt, and you didn't really do anything," we're not picking up the thirty-two million. Mm -hmm. If he decides, Mm -hmm. well, you know what, guys, you didn't give me the thirty-two million, but I'm now entitled to eighteen and a half million over the course of the next three years. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is. This is um it's not a monster money deal but it is sort of a, a a commitment if you will by the Padres that he'll be here in all likelihood through the 2026 season unless you know he were to get moved or whatever but it is it's the only way like that you.
1: he's not here yeah is if the Padres decline and he declines. Right, right, so right. it's like some sort of middle ground where you... you I guys don't, are really
2: complicating this. It's why not, why why not?
0: Okay, go ahead. Simplify it for us, Browner.
2: It's a one-year deal. But if you not. give us... it. It's a one-year <laughs> deal. If you do what you did last year, it becomes a three-year deal. If you go back to the Michael Walker who couldn't find himself and you suck, it cuts down to a six-year deal. You can go find a deal somewhere else because you can decline. So at the end of this year, both parties can either walk away, or we could double this thing up and give you a bigger deal. Because at the end of the season, we're going to be having another discussion about Michael Walker. Because the deal is going to reset one way or the other.
0: So see, I, this I, is the I, way,
2: way I look at deal. it,
1: the way I look
2: at it is he's. I either, think he's smart.
1: He's either really good and he's here for three
0: years. Correct. Or, or yes. he's terrible and he's here for four. That's okay. See that. See the Browner. That's the deal. See that where. You say it's a one year deal. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: and it is a one year deal. But here's the issue. If he doesn't perform and the Padres decline the option of the 32, because think about it. If let's just say he goes out there and he has the kind of year he had last year for the Red Sox and the Padres were to pay him 16 million for the next two years, that's still a bargain because really he becomes like a he's a really good four or five. Well, I mean with what he did last year, he'd be a number two. Yeah, but but on this pitching staff, I guess I mean he could elevate to, to a three, let's say. Okay. But but at sixteen million dollars, you can live with that because you've only given you Darvish 18 million and you've only given Musgrove 20 million. So it's not a terrible deal. If he's good, yeah. the Padres got a bargain. Yeah. If he's bad and he says, Well, you know what? No one's gonna pay me six million bucks. Cause I wasn't very good then you know what happens he exercises his option and he's guaranteed 18 and a half million whether he's good bad or doesn't play and and oh by the way even 18 million dollars over three years get from him whatever it is that you can get from him it's still not a terrible deal for the Padres
1: there's like a weird there's going to Obviously, we want him to come in and be the 2022 Michael Walker, and then he, and then you have no problem with a two-year, thirty-two million dollar contract. But there is a weird, there is a weird middle ground of how he has to perform for him not to pick up the option, and for the Padres not to pick up the option, because you look around, Mike Clevenger got twelve million dollars from the White
2: Sox. I was just, I was just about to read Shaimanai's contract. Yeah, what Shamania is getting next year. You mean to tell me I don't what's care getting, how bad what's, he What's bitching. Mania getting next year? So next year, Manaya gets 12 million. Yeah. And he gets 7 million this year and he gets 12 million next year. Sean Mana was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So if Michael Walker's what he was the year he was bad, he might find himself with seven million dollars, which is more than what he would get if the Padres declined the option. So it's just a really I,
1: interesting workaround, and it makes you think. It's not. It's not a straightforward contract, right? Like, if it was a four-year, twenty-six million home run, freaking grand slam, four-year, twenty-six million, it's beautiful. Uh, But you know, it just it when you see option, when you see player option, when you see club option, when you see all these numbers being thrown around, it just it gets it makes you think like, wait, is it a good deal? But we won't know if it's a good deal until after this year. Right. Right. That's right. That's right.
0: right well hey listen let's uh, let's keep it going
1: a one-year eight million seven million and a half million that's a mm-hmm. great deal no matter what you got a 31 year old arm that that won 11 games last year that's a great deal now it makes you think well i don't know if it's a good deal now we got to see
0: yeah well uh it's certainly creative uh, on both sides mm-hmm. the padre side and on the player agent side uh, that's pretty darn creative stuff all right stick around there is a lot more stuff as we're now into spring training. And I sense from you, the San Diego sports fans, um, that Padres is where your heads are at. Um, I know Alex's head is also in the San Diego State basketball team. We'll get an update on that coming up in just a matter of minutes. And uh, also, I will just say this. In the next segment, I will start it with your feedback to the uncensored portion of the show. And then Browner says he got something he got to deal with later today. So we'll get to that as well. So we're just getting rolling. It's Thursday afternoon. Appreciate everybody being here. We are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. And if you are looking for a place to play poker or blackjack, pie gal, and other related table games, come on down to 7 Mile Casino. It's only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego on the beautiful Bay of Chula Vista. I know the first time I was ever there, I was like, what? I've never been here before. This is beautiful. And a lot of people have that sort of reaction. And not only do you have great table games in a completely smoke-free environment, but on the other side, you got Sammy's Woodfire Pizza, which is Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. And we're currently in the process of putting together another dinner slash show at Seven Mile Casino. So stay tuned for more details coming on that. All right, your reaction to the raw emotion in the uncensored version of the podcast. I'll get to all of that coming up. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends. What's going on Thursday afternoon? This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. If you're just getting with us, we were talking about the Padres and this Michael Waka deal that he signed and how it seems creative and somewhat complicated. Um, but we were kind of going through it, and that's what's happening right now is, is spring training and uh, what's happening around the Padres. And by the way, we're going to come back to it because the commissioner of baseball actually had some serious criticism for Padre's ownership. We'll get to that story coming up. We'll hear from Fernando Tatis, who is talking in the clubhouse. We'll we'll get to all this Padre-related news on the way. Alex wants to get into the San Diego State basketball team and the win they had last night. And Browner says he got something he got to get off his chest. So we'll get to all of this on the way. I will start off with this, fellas. Alex, if you could put us all on the screen. So yesterday we started a new segment on the show. It's called the uncensored version and it's one segment a day and it doesn't happen on radio. It doesn't happen on television. It only happens really on YouTube. Okay. I was surprised yesterday at the reaction as I was just venting and the stuff was just pouring out of me, you know? Um, I could see Alex cringing like, Oh my God, dude, I can't believe you're talking about the business of the show. I can't believe you're talking about your personal life. "Oh, like, well, I could believe well, it. Well, I know you could, but you were kind of cringing at the whole thing. You're like, you're talking about your personal life and gosh, I hope I don't have to take this video down. Cause you know, your ex and her lawyer are going to find it. And I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was pretty benign, but I think in life, just, just generally speaking, you know, there's a lot of stress, man. You know, um, when you have kids, when you've got multiple jobs, um, when, listen, I'll tell you guys right now, in 2019, when the radio station went off the air and I was getting divorced at the exact same time, I mean, it was implosion. I had a lawyer at the time tell me, you should claim bankruptcy right now. And I'm like, but wait, why? And she said, because there's three reasons that people claim bankruptcy. One is because they have a business implosion. Two is divorce. And three is a major health problem. She said, you have two out of the three. Just claim bankruptcy. I'm like, oh, good God. My grandfather would freaking roll over in his grave if I, if I didn't battle my way out of the mess, you know? And listen, lots of people claim bankruptcy. That's why it's in place. Lots of big business people claim bankruptcy. My goodness, even like Valley Sports right now, where you watch Padre games, where you watch other sporting events, if they still him, say that one more time
2: if you can see them yeah why?
0: you can't see Bally sports no why
2: not? no because it's not available on youtube tv
0: yeah that's why i still have cox
1: that's why i switched
0: what direct tv stream oh you can get it on direct tv stream mm-hmm. yeah well i mean listen big businesses do this all the time they claim bankruptcy and they try and reorganize i mean um, i can remember years and years and years ago guys this is before any, either of you guys were, were working together with us um i remember mc hammer coming into our 1090 radio studio because he was in san diego and I, I and and i met hammer for lunch one day um through a friend remember he was doing those old commercials for like Gold, some kind of gold company. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. Anyway, this friend of mine was mm-hmm. a producer of these commercials. He's like, you got to come meet MC Hammer. What a great guy. I come down. I have lunch with MC Hammer. I go, Hammer, you got to come into the studio and spend time with me. He comes into the studio Hammer. and I ask him about his bankruptcy and he explained to me why he why he claimed bankruptcy. For me, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't, wouldn't, didn't, won't. Um, too much pride. N- no fear of failure, the whole thing, right? So life can be hard. And yesterday, Browner and Grande, I I let my emotions come out on this uncensored version of the show. And I was talking about you know the changing business climate. I was talking about you know still dealing with you know I've been divorced since 2019. I'm still dealing with it, and the legal bills are on the rise, and the revenues for the show are. And I just the emotion came out of me. Let me tell you guys the 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 feedback that I've gotten. From that, and I'll I'll move back into the Padres here in a second. Here, here's Casey Yamaguchi, who um, emailed me based on a mass email that he or she had gotten. He just replied to it, Scott. Sorry, you're having so much stress right now. I love that you were so raw and open and honest in yesterday's uncensored segment. You're a real one. Hear that, Browner? Oh God! Yes, it's true. What do you mean? Oh God!
2: Nah, yeah. Listen, at, at least you use it in the right term
0: yeah i'm a real one he says or he says i think it's a girl he says um she says i feel your stress <laughs> but i know you're going to come through with more sponsors than ever soon i've listened and loved your show forever and you inspire me with what a great father and hard worker you are hang in there and keep crushing thank you casey very much joe rigby sends me a text uh this was this morning good morning um, I know you're under a lot of pressure, my man. Lots of life going on too. Just wanted to drop you a note and let you know you've got some great friends here for you guys. If and when you need us, no fear of failure. You guys have redefined perseverance. Hang in there, Kaplan and crew. I mean, the, the it's it's email, it's text. Um, I received a uh, a message from Juliana, who you know is always in our YouTube chat. She said hi. Um, you will get through this. I know it's difficult to not take it to heart, but people have no idea what goes on behind the scenes, not to mention your personal stuff. It was so good that you vented and hopefully everyone understands what's going on. If there's anything I can do, I'm here to help, et cetera, et cetera. And and I'm giving you guys, uh, oh, here, here's one more. I'm gonna give you just one more. There's a guy named Clinton St. Clair who listens every day and he comments on Twitter. I don't know Clinton, but I, I see him commenting on the show. He said, Hey, Scott, I finished yesterday's episode last night and you explaining the issue with sponsors and time management, et cetera, made me think about how streamers go on to their um, Twitch account and they have this problem in their career all the time. They get to a crossroads of providing content mm-hmm. that keeps viewers happy because that's what you've always done, produce that kind of content. But streamers who play only one game, it winds up driving their viewership. But at some point they want a new or a different game. And they get caught up because their viewers are vocal. Well, that's what we like to see. He said, I know you have tons of passionate fans and viewers, but it's okay to produce what makes you happy. And if you need to reduce the time on the show, then do it, man. He says, it's your show. It's your mental health. Peace and have a great show today. Hey, Clinton, I said that, hey, coming from you, man, I really appreciate that. Even Louis Escobedo sent me messages yesterday. So this, fellas, this is the response that I got from the uncensored version. Of the podcast yesterday alex did you catch any as well
1: um yeah a little bit i don't have them pulled up but i i kind of addressed in the first segment i think people thought that like at least the vibe was that me and brown were trying to shut you down or like that we were surprised by the news of what you were saying which is i mean neither are true I think that Scott has a microphone, ain't no one gonna shut you down, and we know that <laughs> and, i mean we we just know that as a fact, and we knew everything that you said before you said it. I mean, we've been talking about it for weeks, so um we noticed the show was four segments too, so it's not like a surprise to us. but um, I will address one um, and I'm trying to find it, okay um someone
0: called out me and Browner for being lazy,
3: oh really? <laughs> yeah. Boy, I I let I me tell you guys, that.
0: I didn't see that, but I'll tell you this right now. I, yeah. I, I don't know who said it, but I tell you guys right now, grinders. they got lazy <clears throat> is they are the exact opposite of lazy grinders. Uh, uh, YouTube comment from Stella
1: um, says, wait, so while you, Scott, are running around trying to keep the show alive, what are Browner and Alex doing? Why are other people offering to help you? But I'm still wondering why aren't the other two fully involved in this show, not doing
0: the work? No, that's not the case. It's not the case. The only thing is, is that what you don't understand is Stella is there's so much work that goes into this because we're such a small team and we're distributing content in so many different places that, you know, these are not sales guys. That's what my, that's what I was complaining about yesterday is that how 1090 is a radio station does not have a salesperson on the streets attempting to sell this show. And what has really smacked me in the face recently is working with my my crew up in L.A., there's tons of salespeople, and they specialize. Some are in digital. Some are in audio. Some are in team rights. And they're coming up with all these crazy-ass creative concepts to get sponsors to spend real money. And we're we're content creators. You know, and and the station itself, 1090, doesn't have anybody selling us.
1: Is here's my favorite comment Go ahead. from Mr. N S Bruno. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, dog. <laughs> Brown, you're like this one. I'll take the shortened and undermanned CappyCast over the overproduced <laughs> and enough. overstaffed LA show any day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. hey, oh, shout out. My boy, I heard that also that the
1: episode. YouTube chat was very confused as to what is the difference between the uncensored segment and what they've already been getting anyways
0: mm. i don't know i don't i don't i don't understand quite the question because in the uncensored segment, the question
1: is so we would
2: the overtime. wrap up the radio the portion overtime, yeah.
1: go to overtime mm-hmm. and cuss and mm-hmm. do whatever and mm-hmm. talk about whatever mm-hmm. which would be sometimes 30 seconds sometimes three minutes yeah. long three mm-hmm. minutes is about as long as it ever got mm-hmm. but according to them What we did yesterday is no different than what. (laughs) So the going twenty-one minutes is no different than going thirty seconds. And I was like, okay. But anyways, that's what I was trying to. I jumped in the chat for a second. I was like, well, it's supposed to be today is like Scott's therapy session. Yeah, it was. Tomorrow might be like twenty-one minutes of us talking about Padres just dropping F bomb. Like the the idea is to. It's going to be a normal segment. But it's not going to always be a therapy session. No, it's going to be another segment of content. Yeah, just with us talking like we
0: would talk at a bar. Yep. Yep. So well, hey, all. speaking of talking the way we talk so talking, happened
1: that Scott let it off with yeah, the therapy. I had no choice. I had, the, and,
0: had the event. And, you know? and I had, and I want to tell you guys, everybody who contacted me, everybody who sent me thoughts and love and and uh, and and said, Hey, you know, you guys inspire us. I had a guy come up to me, I swear to god, totally true story. Last Saturday night, Rachel and I went out for a quick bite. And a gentleman walked up to me in a bar, Browner, by the way, this is the same bar where I told you I saw a fight go down. And I, I got in to break up the fight because it was a waitress who was my waitress. And she got into a fight with a, with a, a patron. Right? right. And I said to her, I go, Hey, how you doing, man? You know, we were here last week. There was that fight, you know, and I helped break it up. She was like this. She was, Oh my God, I'm so glad you're back. She broke out her phone and showed me the security video. <laughs> oh, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> of me nice. coming to her rescue. <laughs> nice.
2: Jibs on that video.
0: But this guy comes up to me in this bar and he said, "Hey, man, we are so proud of you guys." Uh, like it was unsolicited. It wasn't like, "Hey, you know, big fan." It was like, "Dude, we are so proud of you guys." Like there is, I know it's it's people people have seen what's gone on in the last few years and and they are so listen. Appreciate everybody. I had to get it off my chest. I'm glad I did uncensored won't be the last time probably won't be probably won't be definitely won't be the no. last time all right let me do this let me say to everybody because now i want to get back to finishing up this conversation we were having about the padres if you are looking for a new car i want you to consider penske san diego san diego.com they make it fast they make it easy all you have to do is go onto their website penske diego.com they've got 12 dealerships they represent nine brands they've got over a thousand cars in stock right now and when you go online and you say, hey, look, I'm interested in car A, B, C, and D. When you get there, it's parked, it's ready, you take a test drive. It's not like it used to be. Walk around the lot, have some guy chase you down, and then think you're getting screwed over. It's fast, it's easy, it's fun, it's a whole new way to do business. Penske San Diego, PenskeSanDiego.com. All right, back to the Padres. So when we were talking about this Waka contract, and look, it's not a mega contract. It's not, it's not Xander Bogart. It's not Fernando Tatis. It's not Manny Machado. It's not what, what Soto might eventually get, whether it's in San Diego or elsewhere. But it was an interesting, um, creative way to uh to to add a pitcher not just for this year, but if he's good, maybe for the next three years, really. But it, I, I thought it was interesting to see the commissioner of baseball uh I, I would say criticize. Padres ownership for for how they've spent. Now, maybe I wasn't paying attention enough, but is he saying the same thing about the Yankees or the Mets or in previous iterations, the Dodgers or other teams that are big market, big spender types? Is it is it just the Padres that he's questioning, or is it all the big luxury tax rosters? from around baseball. I'm pretty surprised to see Rob Manfred. I, in fact, if anything, I would think he should compliment the Padres and say, "Hey, you know what? This goes to show you. It's not about New York and LA and big television markets. It's about ownership being committed to trying to win and being willing to spend whatever it takes to go do that." So I was surprised by the the questioning of the Padres rather than the celebrating of their spending and their their willingness to go all in what do you guys think you know when I told do we play like, oh yeah
2: yeah oh if we get play, play that play that look
3: yeah. I I think there's um real positives in the Padres story um I think that uh the investment uh that the club has made in, in, in talent has allowed them to grow their revenue to the point that they're a Payor uh, will be a payor under the revenue sharing system um, this year. The trick for smaller markets has also always been sustainability. You know, it's uh, hats off to Peter Seidler. He's made a massive financial commitment personally to, to making this all happen. And you know, the question becomes: How long can you continue to do that? Um, and what happens when you know you have to go through a rebuild? But. Um, I, he, they have done a really, really good job of capitalizing on their talent by to drive their revenue. I you mean, know,
2: listen, let me tell you something. This is, the, this is the meat I need. This is the meat I need on the grill today, okay? This the, Oh, this is this it? This the smoke I want. This is oh, all this the is smoke the, I want. All
0: right, meat on the grill. Here we go, Brown.
2: I never met a dumber commissioner in my life. I never seen a dumber guy in charge of something so important to the sports landscape as this guy this guy's an utter buffoon he's an utter buffoon it's the same moron who did not penalize the astros there's the same moron who called the the world series trophy a piece of metal this guy's an idiot okay here you have one of your fan bases one of your smaller quote-unquote smaller organizations paying up to make the sport better which then increases the eyeballs. On the sport, which rising tide lifts all boats. Wise man once said. So why would you then come out and say, oh, well, I don't know how they're going to keep doing it. Man, shut the hell up. Okay? Because there's another thing about this. I did some research. I went to the paper. Okay, let me get my bebops out. What, Ooh, paper. Let me what my, paper did let you me go give to? My, oh, let me get paper. my damn bebops out.
0: Oh, oh you know, look at him go. Joe. Now he got on the nerd goggles. Oh. All right. Okay. Fan graphs.
2: I had to to go to the pad, bro, because I'm tired of this, okay? Let me explain something to y'all, okay? Population, San Diego, 8, 1.4 million. San Diego County is the fourth largest county in the United States of America, okay? And all this thing, San Diego County is number four. Number four. So stop telling me ain't no people here. Because when you talk about market size, I know that's based on media. I'm talking about people. The money is out there, okay? <laughs> the money is out there. Because you can tell me that these other places are more viable. There are more people here. There are more living, breathing consumers in San Diego County than, than all the other counties with the exception of three, man. With the exception of three. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. The Padres know this. That's why they spend it. So they need to fire this guy because he's dumb. He, I'm messing everything up. He, d- I got a... Uh...
1: I'm not defending Rob Manfred, but we've seen the Rockies owner complain and moan about the Padres, the Reds owner, the Pirates. Like you've seen owners who Rob Manfred works for complain about what the Padres do. Because ex-girlfriends
2: always complain when you level up. Okay, so I think that's what they are. That's what we left them. We used to be them. We used to be the Rockets. We used to be the Reds. We used to be the Pirates. We left that life, okay? We left the drugs alone, okay? We clean and sober. We moving forward. We ain't with that no more. I, I think that, and you guys
1: and everybody can jump on me, I think what he said is not a wild thing to say. I think that it, what he, what the Padres are doing is great. It's They've invested into their community, into the fan base, into their team, and the the fan base is rewarding them by showing out with, what, the second most home like percentage-wise, like of sellouts every of, of the entire MLB. I know they were fifth in all of attendance, but I'm telling you, like, they sold out like 93% of their games or something like that. I saw on some graph or something. So all I'm saying is what he's saying is not incorrect. Is this working now? Yes. Can the Padres sustain it? I don't know. Like when you say we used to be the Reds, we used to be the Pirates, we used to be the 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 Braves, we used to be the Royals. Okay, we are right now. But are the Padres going to be spending like the Dodgers forever? Under okay. uh, And I think that's a fair question. Let that's me address that.
2: Let me address that for a second as well. All
1: right,
0: you got a minute before we hit the break.
2: No team has a sustained level of success and spending. The Red Sox have just as much money as the Yankees. Well, not as the Red Sox have a lot of money in comparative to the Yankees. They've had down times because players get old. And it is the front office's responsibility to switch it, change it out. The Yankees have all the money in the world. They sucked for like six or seven years after Derek Jeter. They they bounced back. And that's what he asked. That's what he asked. Like, how are they going
1: to do it when they're rebuilding?
2: Every team, every team has a downturn. So that's a dumb thing to right. say.
1: I agree with Brown. Well, the Dodgers like the last thirteen years. No, but I
0: wait. agree. But yeah, but but even though wait, the wait, Dodgers before that, but, but no, no. But even though the Dodgers haven't had a downturn, you know they they've only won one World Series. Thank you. You know. I mean, they've, they've been the division champs every year. What did they do when Frank
2: McCourt owned the team? when they, He was cheap.
0: Well, what let they me do just, with him? Let me do this. Let me hit this break, okay? We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio. 7 milecasino.com's is a website. And we can pick this up because here's the thing. I think that Peter Seidler, as a businessman, has decided to play a different kind of game. Yes. Now, does it have long-term sustainability? It's it certainly has a question mark. But I understand the basis of where it's all coming from. I'll explain what I mean. Coming right back. This is Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, breaking in at halftime here for a quick second. Just two reminders. Um, The first one is visit our website, KaplanandCrew.com. You may be thinking, well, why? What's there? This is where you get all of our Instagrams, all of our tweets, um, all of our YouTube videos, and you can visit all of our sponsors. That's great. Um, the other thing is, is we have a merch shop. Now I acknowledge that we have not come up with any new, fun, cool merch, but spring training is just getting started and something's going to happen organically. And we're going to come up with a t-shirt or a hat or a product of some kind. But in the meantime, if you want to help support the show, it might be a Kaplan and crew coffee mug. It might be a Kaplan and crew t-shirt or, or a hoodie. It might be a wise man once said, get that white crispy. All of our merch is available in the Kaplan and crew merch shop. On our website kaplanandcrew.com and the the, the last thing i've mentioned these guys a lot and the reason i do is because it seems to me that those of you that have already bought athletic greens through us and have contacted me and told me that you've done so you guys are finding the same kind of success that i'm finding you know and that clarity of mind sustained energy throughout the day Um, any of you guys have problems with movement down here in the belly dude just comes flying you know what i'm saying so you get the five free travel packs You get the one-year vitamin D, you get the bottle, you get the greens, you get the canister, you get a subscription, and uh, you're getting healthy. And uh, we're making a couple bucks, okay? I'm being honest about it. And uh, and I want that for everybody. I want everybody to be healthy, and I want you to be here every single day. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's get to the second half of the show. What's going on, everybody? This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And we are in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. To all of our 1090 radio listeners out there, what's going on? To all of our YouTube chatlins, we appreciate you guys. You're the heart and soul of what we do around here. To our YouTube listeners, or excuse me, to our our audio podcast listeners on their own time figuring it out and catching up later in the evening. Glad you guys are catching up. And to all of our television viewers on the Cox Your View Network, glad you guys are here. Okay, so listen, just to finish up this conversation we were just having, So, you know, the idea that the commissioner of baseball is questioning the Padres' uh, sustainability, their their spending sustainability, For, for the commissioner to come out and say, hey, look, I give a lot of credit to Peter Seidler. He's made this massive investment, et cetera. But the question is, how long can you sustain it? And what happens when you go through a rebuild? I'm with you, Browner. I mean, everybody goes through a rebuild, you know? Um, someday Patrick Mahomes ain't going to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you know what? They're probably going to go through a rebuild. Um, The Yankees have gone through rebuilds. The Dodgers have gone through rebuilds. How about the Chicago Cubs after they won the World Series? Or the Boston Red Sox? They've all gone through rebuilds. Big market, small market, they've all gone through rebuilds. But here's where Peter Seidler deserves, I believe, a tremendous amount of credit. And here goes. Years ago, when the Padres were the old school Padres, when they were in the same category as the Pittsburgh Pirates and, and other small market teams that suck, and, and they you know they were just trying to piece together a team, there was a time where Ron Fowler, who at that moment was really the guy leading the, the ownership group, Ron Fowler said on the radio, I believe it was to Darren earlier in the day, um, back in the old 1090 days, he said, let the Dodger fans come to Petco let them spend their money, and eventually we will use that money to buy better players. So I think where Peter Seidler really should be celebrated as an owner is this. Unlike a Pittsburgh Pirates or a Cincinnati Reds, those ownership teams, they're not in championship mode. They're not in, let's find a way to spend and, and go try and get a championship. They're in, let's see if we can make money with a very mediocre product hey, we've got a really nice ballpark in Cincinnati and there's good food and there's good beer. Great. And in Pittsburgh, look at our beautiful ballpark. Look at downtown Pittsburgh. What a great place to come to. Great. But there's nobody in those stadiums. So you're trying to run a business, not in the business of winning championships. You're trying to run a business as in, we're an entertainment outlet and hopefully you'll come. And even though we're not very good, maybe you'll want to see the other team. And we're trying to just get to break even. We don't want to lose a ton of money. So we're not spending $30 million a year on a third baseman. Padres have a different philosophy. The Padre philosophy is let's spend like hell on great players. Let's pack the ballpark, which is working. Let's sell a ton of merch, which is working. Let's sell out all of our suites. Again, it's working. Let's go to the local community and get as many sponsors as we can. I mean, the outfield is littered with sponsors and they come up with really good creative concepts to sell people sponsorship packages and the more you win the more you charge you think that uh, the jack in the box thing at the top of the foul pole which five years ago probably cost a hundred grand today probably costs 500 grand I'm making up numbers but I'm just saying to you that if you invest in players and you in, and your players succeed, And you win all this stuff, more people in the ballpark, more expensive tickets, more expensive concessions, more expensive parking, more expensive suites, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you can try and do what Cincinnati does, where it's, let's just hold on and we're not trying to win and our team's no good and we're not spending money on our roster, but nobody's coming to the game because there's nothing here to see. That's the way the Padres used to operate. The way they operate today is, and this is something that I can appreciate from a business perspective, forget about fan and winning from a, just a pure business perspective. It's we're spending on players to win. Winning is bringing more people. We're raising ticket prices. We're raising beer prices. We're raising merch prices, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the return on the investment is greater when you're actually good. And so the Padre, is it going to be sustainable forever? no chance, no chance. There will come, there will come a downturn. Yes. But for now it's not just we're spending all this money and we're losing, we're hemorrhaging money. No, they're spending to make.
2: Uh, can, Can I just add something to help your point? I've never seen people sell out a building when the team sucks. It doesn't matter what you have in that building. It doesn't matter how cool your amenities are. You, every stadium's got something special. To you. Arizona's got a pool. Milwaukee's got like uh, that big old slide mm-hmm. that goes down. Like every state, yet the Yankees and the, and the Cubs and the Red Sox have tradition. I think the Dodgers aim at tradition as well. It doesn't matter how great your building is. Petco's the best building pound for pound in in baseball. If they sucked, it would be empty. Well, you, it was empty. Right. So if you, could, if you put a good product on the field, whether you do it through the farm system so you don't have to invest, or you go out and you do what they did, you find guys and you pay guys through free agency and trade, then the stadium fills up. That's the gamble. This idea of what Pittsburgh is doing, that's to make money. That hurts baseball. What they do in Cincinnati. The owner of the Cincinnati race will tell you, we try to make money. We don't necessarily care. That hurts baseball. You should be trying to root those owners out. There are plenty of billionaires and high-level millionaires who would love to purchase some of these teams. But you have these owners here who don't want to spend money. That's bad for the sport. And you have the commissioner of all people, the commissioner doubting if this is sustainable. No level of success is sustainable in sports because they're human bodies. They all fall off. They all get old. That's the nature of life. And for him to say that, like, like rebuilding is a bad thing when every team in every sport does it. I just found that to be utterly as moronic as the World Series trophy is just a piece of metal.
1: Yeah, I just I just think that we've seen it in baseball where a team can go in there. Not the way of the spending the Padres, but, but the Royals won a World Series and they haven't sniffed anything since. You know, I think that that's just, it's a valid question. The Marlins,
2: the Marlins as well. The, the Marlins, Marlins win one every, every years. twenty
1: years, and then they right. they're awful. But I just think it's it it's new. It's a market that's never done it. They tried to do it in 2014. They fell on their face. They abandoned that plan really fast. They fired their manager. They got rid of every player they got, and then they started spending money a different way. So I just think that it is a valid question to ask, and I am honestly asking that question as well. Not this year, but you know, we'll see what happens in the future. If they don't win a what? world series in the next two or three years, are they going to keep spending the way they're spending? I don't know
0: it, how, wait, okay. You know what well, it'll, a, you know it'll depend point. on? You know, what it'll depend on how much money are they making? Right. And going how from, much money pay are they, yours, how
2: far are they? How far are they getting in your scenario? Yes. Let's say they don't win. Let's say they, out of the next four years, they make it to two world series. Is that enough to keep
0: going? I don't know.
2: Like I, like if they well, don't depends. make the playoffs two years in a row, yeah, you pull the no, plug. No, no, but it,
0: not- But it depends on how much money you're making. Like if 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 you say, hey, look, we have a 250 million dollar payroll, mm-hmm. and it really costs us uh, half a billion dollars, 500 million dollars a year. That's probably too much. Let, let's say let's say the Padres between payroll operating cost. and operating costs. Let's let's say it costs you 350 million dollars a year to operate the Padres. Solid number. Okay. So now you have to make 350 million plus one. Now we've made money. Now if if in, now we've spent 350, but now we're only able to recoup 2 250. We're 100 million in the hole. Then of course not. Listen, I, I'll use a business example here. Listen, well back in the old days of 1090, when we had the Padres on our station, we would pay them like two million dollars for their rights. Two million bucks. Now what you need is you need a sales army to go out into the community and make up that two million dollars that you've you've committed, okay. But when the team stinks and nobody wants to buy, you know, sponsorship around the team, now all of a sudden you spent two million on the Padres, you only were able to make one point two million. You're eight hundred thousand dollars in the hole. That doesn't work. That you can't sustain that. But if you're if you're spending if if you're spending two million and and because the Padres using them as the example are really really good and you make 2.1 million it's not it's not like you've made, you know, billions of dollars but you're at least cash flow positive you've made money so right. as long as the Padres plan works which is spend on great players, pack the building, charge people more than ever before, give them a world-class experience and and electrify the community through winning if that makes you more money than you're spending, then Alex, the answer to your question is it will be sustainable right, for a period of time. For a period of time. Right. <laughs> all right. Very interesting I mean, they're, saying, they're saying
1: all the right things and they're doing all the right things right now. And that's what matters. You know? Yeah. I think if you're a fan, ba- if you're a fan, you don't really care about 10 years down the line. You care about what Correct. are they doing right now? What are they doing next year? Yeah. They're handing out 12 year contracts now, but really your concern is not when Fernando Disease is 35 years old. Your, your concern is,
0: what are we doing this year? Mm-hmm. What are we doing in 2020? Right. Yeah. Correct. It's a great conversation. It really is. It's, it's an interesting I think, conversation.
2: I, I think this ownership group should be applauded for what they've done and the risks that they've taken. No one knows if anything will work because injuries and blah, 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 COVID. Like
0: you pandemic. guys said, the Dodgers
2: won one World Series. Hey,
0: but all of that spending. And listen, and, and Peter Seidler, uh, even called out by name by the commissioner, he deserves and gets a lot of the credit for all this. But what Peter Seidler does not really, really get credit for is it's not Peter Seidler writing a check from his checkbook. It's Peter Seidler, the business guy, getting other investors to put money into the organization because he sells them on a game plan. That's it. Here's my game plan spend on players, win games, charge more for tickets, charge more for concessions, charge more for merch. And, and that's why I want you to put a hundred brown billion.
1: jerseys, resell all of our, all of our merch, right. Uh, add a, add a city connect You sell a bunch of that merch, yeah, you know? Right. And I bet you, and I, I bet. Okay. So we, I don't know where you were going next. I don't know if you were going here next with the whole Bally's thing and how mm-hmm. they, they're likely not to
0: get $50 million. From Bally's this year. The Padres Mm -hmm. will not get their money from Bally's who is claiming bankruptcy. You you might want to actually just kind of get into the story just a hair so that people understand what we're talking about. Because I don't think this is mainstream stuff. But it is interesting to be sure. Go ahead, Alex. Read, the read company that question.
1: owns uh, Diamond said in a statement, it expects, quote, business will continue as usual and it will keep broadcasting quality live sports productions while it addresses its balance sheet. A Padre source and another person familiar with Diamond's plan said the expectation is the quality of broadcast, the quality of broadcast will not be affected. Bankruptcy could mean that approximately 50 million the Padres are due from its agreement with Value Sports San Diego will be diminished or even completely wiped out in 2023. Mm. Rob wow. Manfred also said after that, if something like that does happen where teams don't get their 50 million or don't get the revenue they're supposed to get from their TV rights, baseball will come in and save them and produce their, their broadcast uh, in-house. What that means for money. I don't know, but where are you going to get $50 million from? If not from your contracted partner,
0: I don't know how that works. Right. And again, now just, just think old school here for a second. How many times were we and how many times was this fan base I'm going to use the phrase brainwashed by previous ownership groups that the reason the Padres can't compete financially with the Dodgers is because the Dodgers have a $250 million local television deal and the Padres have a measly $50 million local television deal. And because of the difference in the market size, that's why they make so much more money. That's why they spend so much more money. When again, Seidler's business plan is no longer based on market size and television dollars.
1: But I wonder if now is this is working out. Obviously, missing $50 million this year is a blow, if that's the Correct. case. But is this a perfect time for the Padres to go get their TV channel?
2: This is what I was going to This is the direction I was going to go. Like, with. if you're going to strike a, while the iron's hot, right now is the time. This is not a loss. This is a, This could be a major windfall for them because this is now the opportunity, this is the window to get your own network off the ground. No, no no, time other than now will the Major League Baseball be willing to assist you. The local network, thats all the, the people who failed you would be forced to assist you. And they can help you get the ball rolling on the technical side of things you may not understand and hiring certain people to help this thing keep going. In addition to you finally getting all your arms around the dollars and seeing how much you can actually make off the, I don't know, 3 million people in San Diego County.
0: Hmm. I don't really know if, uh, if in today's world of media, how critical it is to have or own apps.
2: Apps, no, okay, no, no. But how can you? You can watch DirecTV the app. You can watch YouTube TV. You, all these things are available via app. So, app, app uh, Scott, you're correct. How viable is a quote unquote television network? Not really. But you need that. You need that tool. To be able to put it in the app, to broadcast it, to put it in people's phone, to put it mobile, to put it wherever people are—not necessarily in front of a television or at a bar, but on a train, in a park, on demand. You it's know also I mean? like
1: honestly, dude. And this is like a side. It's 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 in what we're talking about. I was trying to watch Manchester United versus Barcelona this morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I finally had to get Paramount Plus. Oh, they got! I you. finally had to get Paramount Plus. If people demand not a it. television if, channel if there's a, not a television not a television exactly my point if there's a demand for it which there is for the Padres, they are their highest rated year ever last year mm. in 2022 people will find it people will complain yes. people will complain but people will find it all right let me I do mean, this. look what we have to do to watch Bally. Yeah. yeah. Drop YouTube TV and go somewhere
0: else. You got to do this. You got to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people find ways. All right. Let me, let me say this a bunch of other stories we haven't gotten to yet today that I definitely want to at least make mention of. Um, one of them is going to be San Diego State basketball and their win last night. One of them is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs parade. Uh, one of them is going to be Aaron Rodgers' future. And I, I haven't even scratched the surface of the Lakers with a, a good solid win last night with LeBron coming back. And playing. So, I, I want to try and bang on all those stories coming up in the next segment. Alex, do you think we have time here and now? Because I know Dr. Fry is going to join us. Can we get to our highlight of the day today? Can we do that here? Yeah. All right. Let's do it's it. It's time
2: for the highlight of the day,
1: man. Do you want
4: to get high, man?
1: I'm just really high. All of the day brought to you by Torrey Holistics. Promo code for the month of February is Flowers23. Spend 75 bucks at Tori in California Holistics. Use that promo code, Flowers23. You get 20% off your purchase at Tori in California Holistics.
0: Yeah, man. Get out there because I'm telling you right now, uh, there are a lot of different dispensaries around San Diego County. And if you use cannabis because you can't sleep, hey, do um, do what you got to do. If you use cannabis products or CBD products, whatever, for pain management, that's fine too. Um, or if you just like recreational cannabis, just be careful, right? But uh, the point is, is that we work very closely with Tori Holistics and California Holistics. And that promo code's important. The more you use it, the more they know that business is coming through us. So uh, I always say support our sponsors. And uh, they'll continue to support the show. So use it. And again, lots of places to buy, but these are our partners Torrey Holistics, California Holistics, Sereno Valley, Chula Vista, Flowers23 is our promo code, save 20%. All right, Grande.
1: We didn't talk about it yesterday. The Chiefs had their parade in Kansas City yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was a drunk fest. Mahomes was hammered on the bus. Kelsey did the whole nobody believed in us thing, which I guess is kind of true. Not everybody thought the Chiefs would be as good without Tyreek Hill, I guess. But after the season got going, we all knew how good the Chiefs were. But Patrick Mahomes. I guess it, you have to say this now, right? You win one, you're gonna win again.
3: And before I give it to the main show, Travis Kelsey, I just wanna let y'all know that this is just the beginning. We ain't done yet. So I'll make sure to hit y'all back next year and I hope the crowd's the same. Appreciate y'all, let's go, baby.
1: Chiefs again, there are they are favored to win next year's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, eventually Patrick Mahomes will be on the Chiefs, but he still is. And every yeah. time he is, they're gonna be favored. I know. Or high odds to win. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's um look, there's there's a lot of good, really good young quarterbacks in the NFL. And uh there have been times, even this past season, where people started to have this question: like, hey, has Josh Allen now overtaken Patrick Mahomes? Hey, has Joe Burrow become the number one guy? Hey, look at what Justin Herbert's doing statistically in the early part of his career. Wow, Jalen Hurts is an incredible player. All true, all true, but there's something different about Patrick Mahomes. You know, there's just there's just one extra level that that guy got yep. that that nobody else seems to have. Won't last forever because, like you were saying, Browner, you know, they're, they're humans. You know, I mean, we, I'm looking at LeBron last night and he comes back from, you know, this, this injury, this, and he's missed a week and they've got all these new players around him and you're, you're putting that in quotes. You don't think that he was been hurt. You don't think that's the deal. No.
1: And, he, and he played, he only played last
0: night cause he wants to go to the all-star game. Well, I mean, it would, it would have been a really hard sell. <laughs> what? No, no, it would have been a hard sell. Like if, if he didn't play last night, I know for me, I'd be like, yo bro, don't play in the all-star game. Like, if you can't play in the last few games for the Lakers when they really, really need you, why do you need to play in the All-Star game? And people would say, well, because the league needs them. No, they don't. The, the All-Star game is going on with or without LeBron James playing. It doesn't really matter. There's lots yeah. of superstars. It's not the only reason that people yeah. watch or or go.
2: By the way, that was the first time I think I've watched a Laker game this year, and I actually had fun watching, other than the time we were there in person, because that was like a cool I made a, like, thing yeah. to do. But that game was legit fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The new parts that that team yep. has, now now let's go. If I'm him, I wouldn't have played either until everybody showed up. I, y'all know what I do when I come here. What can y'all do? <laughs> what can y'all do? I <laughs> will,
1: after the break, I uh, made a vow.
2: Oh, oh.
0: Okay. Another one? Okay, You're wait going, a second. You polygamy? Wait mm-hmm. a second. He, he's he's made a vow. The first one was to Ooh. his wife. Mm-hmm. What is Grande's second That's vow? One. We will find out next. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios. This is Kaplan and crew. All right, great friends. Hey, it is Thursday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew. And we're coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. 7milecasino.com. Now, before the break, Alex said he has made a vow. And this all started because we had a conversation. We were just having a little brief conversation about LeBron James coming back last night, coming back from injury, the new pieces, that the team has added, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley. I thought Mo Bamba last night. I mean, it's, it's, it's a much more, as you said it, Browner, it's a more fun team. And even mm-hmm. LeBron was quoted as calling Malik Beasley a laser, which I'll never forget him after the very first game of the season this year going, we don't have any lasers, meaning we don't have anybody that can really <laughs> shoot three-point shots. But Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, I mean, and, and listen, Anthony Davis last night I thought was great. And so, um, so Alex, you said you uh, – well, go ahead. You, you got a new big three slide that we're looking at, and you said you made a vow. We're all curious to hear. Go for it. Tell us what we're looking at.
1: Uh, this is just what the guys did, the, the big three, Anthony Davis, LeBron, James, D'Angelo, Russell, combining for about, what, 70 points yesterday. Uh, so, yes, it was nice. I can't tell you it was nice to see because that's my vow. Hmm. Scott yesterday did a whole thing about time. Now he's too busy and he's stretched thin, doing so many things. That Saturday and yesterday, very easily could have tuned in to watch the new look Lakers and see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I'm Not wasting my time with a thirteenth place team. Wow! I'm not wasting my time. Wow! Watching a thirteenth place team. Okay, so wow. what is the vow? Is the, is the, the vow-, vow is I will not watch the Lakers. Until they are at least the ten seed, at least.
2: What? What kind of? All right, man. Okay. I'm a person
1: that. that values her time over a fandom. I can I can't. I can't with you. I can't with you. I can not waste. Like it's just like, what am I tuning in for? Like, honestly, what am I tuning in
2: for? Last night that was entertaining. That was legit entertaining. Right. Beating, beating the Pelicans without Zion. Okay, great. A playoff team who hasn't had Zion for most of the year. Right. Right. Beating the they Warriors without
1: Steph Curry. You know, like okay. Now Lute, that's the difference. Getting crushed by the Blazers. Getting Again, crushed no, no, by the Blazers. no
2: LeBron in that game, no Bomba in that game.
1: Yeah. So when they when they become the ten seed, at least, then I'll start watching.
0: You know what though, Browner? But wait a second. I don't rather than being so judgmental immediately, I actually think that um that this is a this is a decent vow. It's a decent vow. You know, hey, they're not good right now, record wise. are half games, now. They're two two and a half games out of the ten seed. They've dug themselves this this massive hole. So when they get to a point where I can, this is Alex, I can start to believe that maybe there's something going on here. I'm going to take my time and use it my way rather than giving it all like, to them. So Le- I like Le- this. LeBron
1: doesn't have the time to play, so why do I have the time to watch? He was hurt. By the what way, talking he was about? not hurt. He's wow. not hurt. Why
0: would he not have played? Wow. Wow.
1: Because he broke his record. He took a vacation.
2: Wow. So
1: not hurt? No, and he only played last night. He only played last night because he knows that he had to play last night to play in the All-Star game. According to who? According to – he would got crushed. Crushed.
2: You you think he care?
1: Yes. You think he care? You're always the one that yells about LeBron knows exactly what he's doing. Every move he makes, everything he does, he knows how it comes off perceptually. You don't think that if LeBron – if LeBron didn't play last night, and he shows up to the All Star game and he drops thirty. You don't think he would have got crushed by late I do. defense? I do. And come rightly on, so, man. Come rightly on. so, he would
0: have gotten crushed. Guy, I would have crushed him. Was, and by the way, you know, coming back last Super Bowl night
2: didn't play in a game. He don't care about what people think. Not hey, this coming one is back is last
0: night though, but but coming back last night to me was not even just about what you're saying, Alex. Although I put a lot of credence to it, I think it was also last night. Hey, we gotta freaking win games. I, I think uh, we've come up with some numbers that they've got to go like 24 and eight or or no, no, no. Maybe it was it ain't that many left. Eight. They have to do, no, they have 24 two, games. They have to do yeah. a
1: 52 win pace to make the playoffs. Basically. Right.
0: So, so look, there's no, there, there's no waiting around anymore. You know, it's like, you know, like during a Padre baseball season, you're like, it's early, it's early. It's no big deal. And then you get to like July and you're like, Hey, it ain't early anymore. They got to turn it on. And so that's where LeBron is. It's no longer early. All right, let me do this. Um, We'll continue things here in a second, but I see that Dr. Fry from MD is standing by. Usually, we go to see her. We go to her waiting room. Now, she comes to see us. She's in our waiting room. Hello, Dr. Fry.
4: Hello. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. Are you watching the Lakers? Oh, no. No. I didn't think so. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Alex isn't either. Alex has made a vow.
4: I heard. That was very that was intense.
0: Yeah. Very intense. That's right. Yeah. Um, do you have any sports interests of any kind?
4: Yeah. I like football.
0: Did you watch the <laughs> Super Bowl?
4: Of course.
0: But, well, because we had this conversation like, what is life like when you don't care about the Super Bowl? Right. Oh. Like, my wife woke up from
1: a nap to watch Rihanna.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, like, she didn't wild. care
1: about football.
4: Well, I mean, you could also argue that if your team isn't in the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I feel like
1: it's more enjoyable when your team's not in the Super Bowl.
4: (laughs) I agree. And then you just get to actually like, I actually really enjoyed watching it with my boyfriend because for once, like he wasn't just like freaking out the whole time. Like we could actually just watch football. His team is uh, the Buffalo Bills.
0: Oh, ooh, OK. Ooh, yeah. He, high expectations probably, this year. Yeah. He, he wow. thought he was going to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> rough. Yeah. I know I have a friend who uh, who's a huge Buffalo Bills fan and probably about two or three weeks before the Super Bowl. I mean, when the Bills were still alive, he was yeah. like, hey, guys, um, who wants to go to the Super Bowl? I'm starting to put together tickets for the Super Bowl because the Bills are going to be in it. Like he really thought the Bills were going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So
2: I I don't watch the game with I don't watch the game with the significant other anymore. Not even close. No thanks. Because when the Bears are on, I'm not a rational person. I don't think straight. I don't communicate well. Move out of the. I
4: get that. I get that. He tried like a couple times to like hint that I shouldn't watch it, but I was like,
1: (laughs) That's yeah. It was also too like my wife was sitting next to me after Rihanna, and I was like, You should go back to sleep. Like I don't care about this cat TikTok right now, you know. Like I'm trying to actually watch the game. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like,
4: the rest yeah. of the game was basically just discussing whether or not she was pregnant, how pregnant she mm-hmm. was.
0: Pretty much, right no on. More football. Well, I know, and that, and but here's the thing, Doctor Fry. Mm-hmm. You say no more football, but you see, Browner and I today are both wearing our Vegas Vipers XFL gear. And so the XFL, owned by Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, kicks off this Saturday, and our team, we're, we've become Vegas Viper fans. Mm-hmm. Maybe your boyfriend should jump on this bandwagon. The Vegas Vipers uh, are yeah, our Buffalo XFL does,
1: team. Buffalo doesn't have an XFL team.
4: What even is an XS, XFL
2: team? Extreme football extreme league. Extreme football. It's extreme. <laughs>
0: yeah, Wait a extremely second.
3: Extremely
1: bad. Don't, don't, laugh, you're just, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's You're extreme.
0: just hearing all You've never heard of the XFL before?
1: No. Like I want to say like
0: this is like right. This is like the third iteration of the league. This is the third um, iteration. Yeah. The first, it, it was all owned by the uh, World. <laughs> I Wrestling missed the Federation. first one. Oh, the first one was the best because the players would put things on the back of their jersey, not their name. One, he hate the, f- me. North, the most famous guy was called He Hate Me, and, <laughs> and he put on the back of his jersey, He Hate Me. And and they used to have this thing where they would take two players, they'd line them up on the goal line. And they would put a ball at the 50 yard line and they'd have to sprint and try and recover the ball. And whoever recovered the ball received the kickoff. I mean, it Isn't was not like dodgeball? Um, yes. <laughs> and they would have, they, like just a
1: throw it at, they just didn't throw it at each other after getting it.
0: And they wow. tried to like, they tried to get like the wrestlers incorporated into it and everything. And so now, um, Dwayne Johnson, who was a collegiate football player who really wanted to play in the NFL, who didn't get to live that dream, by the way, probably the best thing that ever happened in his life, right? Not playing in the NFL. Um, yes. He now bought the league. And so um, the XFL kicks off this weekend, and we are Vegas Viper fans.
4: You know what? See, that is something I'd actually really enjoy. Yeah. I could get down with that.
0: All right, let's all get together. We'll watch the Viper game. (laughs)
4: Yeah. You got to go to a, a Viper game if you're going to watch something like that. You got to go in person.
0: Yeah, and Alex, where do we figure out Because I know yesterday we were talking about where the teams are playing. I don't think we looked into it because I think uh, our team, the Vipers, are playing at Arlington. Yeah. Um, where are our Vegas Vipers calling home? Are they in the Raiders Stadium, or are they out at the old uh, college stadium at the UNLV campus? I, I don't even know where the Vegas Vipers are calling home. Vegas
1: Vipers to play home games at Cashman Field. They're near downtown Las Vegas. I wonder what that is. It looks like a baseball stadium. No. I, yeah. It looks like a baseball stadium. Interesting. 10,000 seats. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, Dr. Fry is here. Hey doc, we didn't uh, ask you to stop by today just to break down football, even though we know you're fully capable. Um, we wanted to get an update. Uh, I feel like there's a competition going on here between you and Alex. Okay. How oh, much- she already won, dude. She wait. won. I'm, I'm just cheating. Cause I'm going longer. Doc Fry, how much weight total have you lost with the iThrive Lean program?
4: I lost 30 pounds.
0: And have you been able to sustain that now? Mm -hmm. Are you off the the product? I am off. What is... Because Alex is still on. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody who's listening and watching, what's the difference when you go off?
4: Um, Honestly, I feel fine. Like, completely normal. Um, If anything, I feel like... I mean, I feel... Like, like looking back to before I started, I just feel significantly better. Like, I've been working out five days a week. My joints don't hurt like they used to. Um, I'm just like lighter.
0: Okay. But I have a question. Now that you are off of it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Have you, has your brain been sort of like trained to eat less? Because what Alex keeps telling us is, is that when you're on it, not only do you eat less you just can't take in like your, your body's like, it won't handle it. So even though you're off of it now, do you find yourself eating less than what you were before you got on it?
4: Yes. And I'm aware, you know, like I make sure that, you know, I work out like I used to. And the whole reason I kind of gained the weight was because I had knee surgery. And then I, with a full-time job, I just wasn't able to come back as quickly as I used to be able to and so I gained that weight and then it was also harder to lose once I gained it because it was harder it was it's harder to carry around 30 extra pounds and like running was hurting more and it was super like unmotivating so I've made sure to incorporate exercise and practice a lot of mindful eating knowing what I know knowing how much I needed before And that i didn't need nearly as much as i used to eat Mm -hmm. is in my brain like and also i need less as 30 pounds lighter i don't need as much as i did 30 pounds ago so that goes into it as well i can't actually eat as much as i used to but definitely i mean the cravings do return um i noticed that the first two weeks following going off I was like, Oh my God, am I going to be able to do this? Like I was getting really hungry in the morning and um, the cravings came back. Like they, it felt like they came roaring back, but once I was past two weeks, I'm literally back to normal.
0: How's a boyfriend like the the new 30 pound less Dr. Fry? <laughs> <laughs>
4: he doesn't hate it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
4: he probably doesn't like that. I can beat him running all the time. So
0: Wow you get it. All right. So you lost 30 pounds, Alex, what's your, uh, what's your total at right now? Uh, like 38 and a half.
4: Wow. Nice. Yeah.
0: I mean, dude, Dr. Fry, you talk about the success story. You yeah. can't have a better guy than this. He's on the radio. He's a TV star. This guy, mm-hmm. he's all over YouTube social media. I mean, this guy is a, is a multi-platform media personality who has lost 38 and a half pounds on the I thrive lean program. You cannot ask for a better spokesperson than grande. We, um,
1: I, agree. I this, agree. This household has um, become very wasteful. Um.
4: Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. The it, yeah. Leftovers. The amount
1: of leftovers in the fridge, man. Like it is, it's, it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. And we're still kind of training that training. We have trained ourselves as to, we know how much we can eat but we're still ordering like we used to right so we go out to restaurants we go and we get all this food and we're like why did we like why did you get that and i got this you know yeah, like it's so just that's been the
4: next step is yeah. really, like we started just sharing entrees yeah and have continued that
1: right right so i think like like valentine's day we had like a small like anti-pasta and then we got one thing and that was it Yeah. even though we wanted to try a million things we're just like there's no way there's good this is going to happen saturday we went out to this barbecue joint in south park and like we ordered all this food and it all came back home like it all came back home and
0: we're Mm -hmm. like why do we do this why do we do this see that's like for someone like myself who's not currently on the iThrive lean i don't know that the meal is over until every last thing is gone
4: yeah yeah and that's totally like that's been embedded in our brains. I feel like, you know, I mean, you go to Europe and you go to all these, uh, you go to other places and the portion sizes. I mean, I remember when I first went to Europe, I'm like, what is this? Is this an appetizer? <laughs> yeah. like what's, what's, what's
0: for dinner? You know? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. But they just eat less and walk a lot more. And you wonder why there's a obesity epidemic in America. We've just, we've kind of trained ourselves like to eat, think that we need more and that I don't know when this started, but like that a restaurant knows more about our health than like we do. It's like, oh, well they, this is how much they are serving. So this is how much I must have.
1: Right. I know know? there's this place and I'll similar breath. There's this place that I love that they make Bedia tacos and I would, and their orders come in three. Yeah. Like that's just the way they come. Like I eat one now. It's insane. I was like, me, one taco, <laughs> one. You also
4: save a lot of money too. I mean, yeah. I used to, and also I used to think like, oh, if I go out to eat, like that's a cheat meal and I would get in my head like, well, I have to order salads. I can't like enjoy it because, you know, I'm going to gain weight if I eat out too much. But it's like, as long as you really practice portion control and like what I do a lot is I'll have half my meal and then the other half I'll like, I'll add salad or vegetables to, and then have for lunch. So really like retraining your brain on what it needs um, and yeah. And just adding as much nutrition to, to it as you can.
1: Yeah. Have gotcha you had fine. any
4: like, dehydration issues? Me? Alex? Yeah.
1: Um, I have found myself forcing myself to drink water. Good. Forcing myself Good. like really, really, really forcing myself. I, so I, I do like, I have a 34 ounce bottle and I count how many times I drink it because I know that I'm not thirsty, but I know I need to be drinking water. Yeah. It's, yeah. And
4: that's something that definitely I feel like helped with me was I realized while I was on some how little water I was drinking. Mm-hmm. And since I've gone off, I've been drinking so much more water and, you know, mental clarity wise, that's great. Um, and that helps keep the weight off as well.
0: All right. Well, there she is. Dr. Fry from iThrive MD, 858-240-1497. If you are ready to lose weight, I mean, you can hear both Alex has lost 38 and a half pounds. Dr. Fry lost 30 pounds. You saved $200 in the first three months. So maybe you lose that 30 pounds and then you then you get off of it. Uh, yeah. but, but as you're hearing, you know, Alex is still on it and Dr. Fry is off of it and she's still maintaining. And, and you know, a lot has changed in the way she eats so and exercises. Mm-hmm. Hey, Doc, it is great to see you. Great to visit with you, and I got to come see you because I am. I must tell you, you ready? Yes. I need a testosterone shot.
4: Oh, I think you said this a while ago. I can yeah. feel it.
0: I need it. I can feel it. <laughs>
4: like, I I'm not a guy, so I don't I don't yeah. know how one feels <laughs> that they need that, but yeah, I trust you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I need it. I need it. I do. Hey, Doc, we'll see you soon. Great to talk to you.
4: Okay, bye, guys.
0: See you later, Doctor Fry. Stopping by from I Thrive MD. MD. Uh, what are you smiling at there, Browner? I don't want—I didn't want to tell her. Hey, Doc, I'm not as horny as I normally am. I, I, I was like—I
1: I was want like—I wanted to tell I her. I thought you were going to do it. It's pretty evident, Doc.
0: Yeah. I mean, I you're, thought you, when yeah. you're a man. I mean, I'm usually like, you know, like an 18-year-old kid, and my birthday is uh, on Friday, and um, you know, I can't believe I'm about to tell you guys this, but believe it or not, I know you look at me and you think I'm 21. I get it. I do, but I'm actually turning 53 you know, Ooh. and, 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 you know, I'm just going to say like, I mean, I'm still, don't get me wrong. I'm still, I still want it. You can still but, get it in a basket, mean, huh? But it's, 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 it's not at a hundred right now. It's not at a hundred. You know, it's at like 90. I want to be at a hundred at all times. You want to be a hundred seven. Yes, that's right. That's yes. exactly right. So I'm doing something tomorrow that um, I always criticize people for doing. Yeah, you are. Which is um, when people take their birthday off of work. I'm always like, "Wait, what? You're taking your birthday off of work? How old are you? Like, what are you, 12 years old?" And um, I don't know why, but people love to take their birthday off from work. I have always criticized people for doing that, and now always. I'm I'm a birthday off work guy. This is
1: two or three years in a row. You had uh, a you no, not out. last year. We gave you Chick Fil A.
0: That's right. That's right. I I think the thing is is that it's not just it's not because it's my birthday it's because on monday there's a holiday and so it just works out that if you take the friday off which oh by the way is my birthday and then you have the saturday sunday and the monday off well then you can turn it into like a little bit of a weekend deal you know what i'm saying so it's again, not again, but, again brother again,
2: take what? the take the day off man you you running out of them so you got yeah, you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <your time. laughs> you got to use these ones you got as precious as possible brother
1: That's i got so, a now. i got a question though yeah you gonna lose your bag?
0: I'm gonna lose my bag. What bag? Last you time you left. You, you know, are you gonna browner this weekend? Oh no, hell low, to the nah. Hell to the nah. We're gonna you see low, you. Bro. We're gonna see you on Tuesday. Hell to the nah, dog. I'm not gonna do what Browner did. I'm not giving my computer to a you know what? somebody to put underneath a plane. No chance, man. No chance. You all right, listen. What? We are in the Seven not Mile Casino Studios. Mistakes. Uh seven milecasino.com. <laughs> Uh, For those of you that are tuning in on 1090, stay with us. We want to get back to a bunch of Padre stuff. We will get there on the way. So stay with us, radio listeners. For everybody who's watching on YouTube, it's time now for the uncensored version. So hang in there. Stick around. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends. It's time for the uncensored version of the podcast. Now, Alex was saying this earlier on the radio version of the podcast. That people were asking, well, what's the difference? I mean, you used to do the whole show, six segments. Then at the end of the six segments, you still have another three, four, five minutes to just kind of say your goodbyes. So what's the difference? And I think the main difference is this. If you were driving around listening to 1090, I'll tell you straight up for real, homeboy, this is exactly what you're going to get. Three o'clock is an hour, four o'clock is an hour, and then The three o'clock hour re-airs from five five to six. And on days where there's no Brown or Lawhead, the four to five hour replays from six to seven. So essentially what's happening is on radio, you're getting a two hour radio show that repeats twice. And a lot of people would say, well, why would you do that? And I'll tell you the answer. The answer is, is because the person who tunes in at three o'clock in the afternoon is not the same person who tunes in at five o'clock in the afternoon. The person who tunes in at four is not the person who tunes in at six. Yeah. So true story. If you were listening from three thirty to four o'clock and then you got out of your car and that's all we got from you was a half an hour. Well, somebody who's in their car from six 30 to seven, they may get the exact same content, but who the hell knows the difference? So, you know, I, 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 what I'm curious about this. Very curious whose phone is ringing, which is fine.
2: Who's got a landline. Oh, my you phone. Know. Is my mama calling?
0: Your mom's calling on your cell phone.
2: Yeah, she was just calling just now. She I'll wanna, call
0: you want to
1: back. You want to take the call? That on the the main line? Was
0: that
2: the main line, or was that? Yeah, cell
1: yeah, cell yeah. Cell yeah, cell yeah cell no, that's, 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 nah. He has the main no, line no, has a right. ring around because it's the main line. The
2: main yeah, line be yeah, the main yeah. line. That's number Mom one. Mom gets right the main that. line, huh? Yeah,
0: that's number one. Right, that's number one. Is that a is that a Chicago area code? Cell phone? Nah, that's the that's this one. That's this one. That's the one y'all got. Oh, we get we are on number one too. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's business, business, business. All Y'all right. like I like family to me, man. Y'all number one. Y'all number
0: one. I, right, I, right. mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I guess here's my point, and and this gets back to the whole you know raw emotion shit yesterday, right? Is that hey Seven Mile Casino, Tory Holistics, Penske, uh, you know Doctor Fry, and I thrive. That's what's that's what's keeping this thing alive right now. But when you have, you know, that that small number, okay, um, to do thirty three percent more work, is not really a smart use of time. Now, I will tell you guys, um, met with a guy yesterday who's going to join us March first, new client, and I won't say the name yet, uh, but local company sells all over the world their product, and um, they got a really Nike. Great, not Nike, oh, Starry. Oh God! What story? Uh, the the, the n- shitty the shitty new the, the new Sprite, Sprite. The yeah, the new Sprite. Uh, no, they're not from San Diego. This is a no. San Diego based company, and they sell their product all over the world. And uh, the guy Qualcomm, the, no, no, and the guy who's the CEO is a huge sports fan. Been listening to sports radio in town since he was a student at UCSD, and nice. uh, and he's been a fan of the show for a long time. And he's coming in to give it a try, you know. So that's good. I mean, that that's a good thing um and then we probably would add a little bit of time to it but again it's just um you know can't can't give up this massive amount of time particularly to produce content on radio when the radio station doesn't a pay or b sell <laughs> i remember having Yeah cuz when we
1: were a podcast only you guys it was literally it was 3 to four twenty 420, four twenty five.
0: 425 mhm i remember calling hacksaw um when 1090 was coming on the air again. And I said, Saw, take an hour of airtime, do your thing, and then let the, the, the sales types go out and sell that you're back on the radio. And he said, I'm the talent. If I don't get paid, I don't go on the air. And I went, yeah, but Saw, this is a new way of doing things in the industry where you get the airtime and you perform, and then the sales guys go out and sell you, and that's how you make money. Why would you not give that a shot? And he said to me, No way, man. I'm talent. You don't pay me. I don't go on the air. I had a similar conversation with you guys know Dave and Jeff, um, Dave Paley yeah. and Jeff Dotseth, great guys. And I said to those two guys, I go, Hey, guys, why don't you become the morning show of 1090? And without, I mean, this is my recollection of the conversation, it's two, three years ago. They're like, well, how much are we going to get paid? I'm like, nothing. You don't get paid. You do your podcast, you put it on 1090, they go sell it. That's how you make money. And they're like, fuck that. I'm the only dumbass that does this for free and then says, yeah, I'm willing to go out and try and sell, sell, sell. And by putting us on radio and by putting us on TV, we have more assets to sell. And so I'm the only dumbass that was willing to take that kind of a risk. All these years later, the pain has become real you know
1: I don't want to interrupt the therapy session I don't want great friends to get mad at me
2: no,
0: that's all right. Me neither. I just wanted to let you. I wanted to give you space. I wanted you to let you stretch your arms, nah, stretch your legs. Therapy yeah, is over. Hey, yeah. we talked uh, during the show about the Lakers and LeBron coming back and the, the new guys on the team. And I see mm-hmm. tonight that Kevin Durant is gonna play for the Suns. This is like his, his first game with the Suns. Is he I really? don't know. Yeah, I don't know this. Do you guys know this? Like, so since Russell Westbrook got traded to Utah, what is his status? I, I thought that like he goes there, they buy him out, he's free to go do whatever he wants to do. Is Russell Westbrook ever going to play for the Jazz? And, if so, when? And,
2: in true Russ fashion, there mm-hmm. is a snag on how much of his money he will accept. So the buyout is we'll give you, let's say, 90 cent on the dollar. He probably wants 99% on the dollar. And they're like, well, we're not doing that. Like, he probably wants every penny of the money. And that's what the holdup is. But there are teams that want him. the Bulls, The Bulls want him. The Clippers want him in a different version of him. But there aren't Miami wants him. There are teams out there that want him. he will land somewhere. I, I just he I will just, never play for Utah.
0: I guess what I'm saying is, is that since he left the Lakers, I've I've stopped following what's going on in his world, you know.
2: There you go. That's it. Right there.
1: So back to normal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Back yeah. to normal.
1: I don't going to worry about attention. that shit no more. Yeah. yeah. Go to the
0: Clippers. You ain't not, gonna play. Not paying attention. <laughs> you are not playing for the right. Clippers. Yeah.
1: Go to the well, Bulls. I hope he goes to the Bulls. I hope hope he goes to the the
2: Bulls. Listen, listen. You think you hurting me by saying you hope he goes to the Bulls? At this point, them funky motherfuckers. I hope he goes to the Bulls too, because I ain't never seen a bunch of sorry sack of pussy motherfuckers in my (laughs) life. Damn, (laughs) pussy motherfuckers.
1: And he's mad at me for me not watching the Lakers. Listen, I know, because
2: I'm watching the shit. I'm watching (laughs) the shit. At least they, at least they ranked in a better position. But that dude, the Bulls play pussy basketball.
0: All right, I don't story. know if they do or they don't, because I don't watch it. Alex, hey, we didn't get to it, but uh, what happened with the Aztecs basketball team last night?
1: Oh, man. I don't, know what you want to des- I don't know what you want to describe that but that that game, that type of basketball. Mm-hmm. It was like the old school Steve Fisher, we playing defense, and we ain't making shit. Like mm-hmm. They couldn't make a single shot. This- I think they shot like 30% on the night. Mm-hmm. It was Ouch. 40, what was it? 44, 43, something like that. It was yeah. a rough, 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 rough evening for the Aztecs, but hey, they won. Oh, they won. They won, and they don't play till Tuesday now. So they mm-hmm. got a nice little break. They don't play till Tuesday. That's the game that we're supposed to sit courtside for. I don't know if can't we still do are.
0: It. Nope. Can't do it. Can I have
1: tickets, though? Can I have don't have them.
0: them. Um, I can ask for them. I can, I can definitely ask for them, but I don't have them. I'll, I'll, I'll have ask the for tickets? them. Tickets? Yeah, I don't have the tickets. What? What? Why can't you go now, LA Cap? My girlfriend's mother and father,
2: the comedian.
0: What comedian? Oh, yes, yes, yes. My girlfriend's mother and father are having a renewal of the Vows wedding event.
2: Nice. Good
0: for them. And that's the kind of shit that you don't – you on gotta Tuesday? Make. Yeah, I know it's on a Tuesday. I know it seems a little oh. weird. Man, um, you got to go to that. Oh, yeah. You, you got to go to that. You yeah, got to go to that, man.
2: Hey, listen, I'm a, I'm Mr. Don't Worry About Valentine's Day. You got to go to that. Yeah. You got to go
0: to that. Right. So I'm <clears> not <throat> going to the, to the Aztec basketball game that night. The next day, um, or I think Thursday of next week, the Lakers play the Warriors. I think. Yes. And I'm definitely yes, planning on going to that game. Yeah. Hey, man, listen. Will they be in 10th place do? yet? I don't know. If not,
2: i oh, no, probably, probably not magic. because it's the no. All-Star break. Yeah. No. It's the first game out of the All-Star break, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm not watching that either. We well, are going to miss out, man. You're going to miss out. These new Lakers are fun, dog. They're fun. Mo Bamba out here fouling every other play. Blocking shots, dunking energy, Malik Beasley out here, you know, banging moms and making threes, laser. It's a World <laughs> Baseball Classic start. Who gives a shit? I do. Who the fuck is watching that? Me. Who's watching that? You really like baseball that much? Dude. You probably watched it. You watched the Reds, huh? March 7th. That's March the 7th, watch, huh? Yeah. You watch the Reds. It's a Padres game.
1: spring training. I might watch the most Padres spring training game I ever have because I'm pretty sure Tatis is going to play like every day.
2: Yeah. Every game. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, listen, let's do this. Let's February rock out. 24th. February 24th is what? First Padre Spring training game. Next okay. Friday. All right, cool. All right, listen, let's rock out of here. Um, hey, thanks to everybody one more time who yesterday watched the uncensored version, heard me go, you know, off and uh sent me, you know, love and uh told me to chill the F out and and you know things will, will get better. They will. Um, they already are, and um, I just need to break, you know, I need to get that off my chest. Um, and then I just love everybody who sends me messages like, we're here to help. You need us. We're here to help. Joe Rigby says to me all the time, he's like, bro, give me grunt work to do. I'm free. I have the time and I cost zero. So I love when people, you know, make these offers. I just have to get better at taking their help. So all right, listen, we're out of here. Um, we're gone until Tuesday. We're gone until Tuesday. Yeah. Browner, Browner's so pissed too. He's like, why, why do we have I to take out couple days off? Yeah,
2: I just found out, hmm. you know, I, I working on a I working on a 44. I don't take no days off and I a 44. I work.
1: I don't take days off. In, but the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll take that day off. I
2: didn't take. You know what? You know, you know what? Next time? you know, what I'm gonna do next time. I'm gonna have bad reception. I'm gonna be on the show. I'm gonna drag the show down. Scott's gonna get weird about the reception. How about just don't bad. travel?
0: How about just don't travel to, you know, crazy parts of North Seattle. You know, just don't do that. For the Super that's Bowl. That's
2: probably that's probably a great suggestion. You
0: know, like that's you should have gone suggestion. to Seattle this weekend.
2: If I'd if I'd have known this was the situation, I would have. I might, I might go back. Or well, actually, no, I now I it. might go somewhere else. Go. I'm not going back there. I'll go somewhere else. i right. go actually I got a place mine. in
0: mind. Right. Hollow New York. All right. Peace out, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you. We're back on Tuesday. Until then, peace out.